Welcome to Gen Gapcast, the podcast that takes a look at topics from the generational and gender points of view. I'm Wade. I'm the dad. I'm Megan. I'm the daughter. And today we're going to talk about gender roles. My favorite kind of roles, aside from Hawaiian roles. Those are delicious. <laughs> Put a little butter on them. You know, some feminism, yeah, some, some chauvinism. <laughs> some, some chauvinistic roles. That's nice. Nothing to make it taste bitter. Like to- toxic masculinity. Yes, it makes everything better, Megan. Don't you know that? Yes. I'm mansplaining that to you right now. I can tell. Okay. So gender roles, Megan. Gender roles. Yeah, this is going to be exciting because we get to talk about, uh, oh, so much. But well, let's... you get to talk, I get to rant. This is true because women rant. I I know. It's a little hard to understand, we can also be a touch emotional, especially when we're on our period. Also, if you want to get on a woman's good side, always ask her if she's if it's that time of the month. I guarantee she will love you and not kick you in the nuts. <laughs> that always works. Yes. That's like putting a cape on on my wife and saying, now you're super annoyed. <laughs> yeah, that always works. So as we were talking the other day about this topic... Um, I was explaining to you that when I was growing up, as I was growing up, there was very defined gender roles, right? The man was the breadwinner, was the disciplinarian, was the authoritative voice in the house. And the, the woman uh, was there to raise the ch- children and cook the meals. Oh, don't forget we had to keep the house nice and clean. Absolutely. And uh, those were the gender roles. And... Over the last 30 years, boy, has it changed. I'm going to take your word for that because I've only been on this earth for 23 and I only remember about five of those years. <laughs> it's good memory. Good memory there. So I remember good. You remember good. So what do you think today's gender roles are? Are men still the breadwinners exclusively? Are women still the caretakers exclusively? Um, I feel like painting with broad strokes here there is still a what's the word permeation okay of like the thought that men are the breadwinners still and women tend to like be more of the caretakers but i think that's like for the most part changing why do you think it's changing because let's be honest, women are starting to stand up more and be like, um, this is bullshit. If I want to go and work, I'm going to go work and I'm going to do it better than you. Neener, neener. Okay. Do you think that maybe uh, also the fact that uh, more people are not getting married and or there is a high divorce rate, so there's a high percentage of single mothers out there, has anything to do with it? Probably, because when you have a single mother, you... you kind of forced to work or else you can't necessarily survive unless, you know, you're getting alimony from Hugh Hefner. Was Hugh Hefner ever married? Yes, he was. 
And wasn't his wife like 18? Uh, no, I don't think she was that young, but she was, she was definitely younger. Anyway, that was an attempt at a joke that fell flat. Let's just ignore that. <laughs> but yeah, I feel like that has a lot to do with it. But I also feel like it has a lot to do with before kids ever come into the picture. Millennials and the Generation Z have, it's, we are getting married less, but we're also getting married at an older age. Like, women nowadays are more career-driven and education-driven, and they're like, I want to be, I want to get my degree, I want to get a good job, I want all this before I even start, like, seriously dating. So those are aspirations that were not really supported with girls uh, or or women, right, Uh, for a very long time. I mean, again, from my perspective, growing up, Boys were brought up to be firemen or police officers or, you know, something, I don't know, very masculine, right? Cowboys. Uh, girls were, were you're going to be the princess. You're going to be uh, a dancer. You're going to be something that's not masculine, not, not powerful. I'm going to interject here and say that, yes, we are told that we, like... Very feminine, but only until you find a husband and then, you know, you're just a wife and a mother. But even that's an important role, though, correct? Do you think that's an important role, I should say? Um, I believe that a parental role is an important role, but I do not necessarily think that the maternal role is the... I don't understand why women were the ones that had to stay home with the kids. I'm just trying to say that. Why was the maternal role the one that was so focused on... This is the role that the kids need to be around all the time. The print, like the paternal role, can come in every so often, and but it's mostly like focused on the mother raising the kids. Right. Well, I think that there was a belief at the time, and maybe still hold out that women are better with children. They have more patience. They have an instinct, the maternal instinct as far as how to raise the children and how to how to mother them how to be kind and loving and supportive and you know uh and and developmental so are you telling me that dads can't be nice no, or kind or can raise their kids I'm not saying that at all i'm saying that i think there was a desire from women to stay home potentially Possibly. Uh, it depends on the women, just like it depends nowadays, because there are still some women out there who are like, my goal is to be a stay-at-home mom. Absolutely. That's what, that's what people want to do, and that is great. There are some feminists out there that will tell you that you are not being a feminist for wanting to stay home and raise your kids, but ignore them. I think, I think what it boils down to, Meg, is if it's their choice, and truly their choice, yes. right? To say, hey, this is what I want to do. This is what I feel is important. This is where I believe my my value is best exhibited is in this role. Oh no, but you don't realize that you're still being forced down by the like the patriarchy and that men are brainwashing you to want to stay home and wear makeup. I, I'm sorry. Is is that a thing? <laughs> is that a thing? He asks. You've heard of feminazis, right? I, I have, but I've never really encountered one in my life. There are women out there who 
you know how when social things are changing, right. there's always going to be the extremists. Well, there's no, there's going to be the, the the fundamentalists, right? The ones that don't want anything to change, that like mm, the way there it are going to be fundamentalists, but there are also going to be extremists who are swinging the pendulum to the complete opposite. So the complete opposite of patriarchy, men are like men are superior, women do this. Is women are superior, men are the lesser. Okay. So you can see the two extremes. Right. There are seriously women out there who think that men are scums and should, for lack of a better term, again broad strokes be kind of i don't want to say enslaved but like be forced down so like instead of women being the lesser it goes to it swings completely and becomes a a matriarchy a matriarchy yes let's just say there's women out there who really 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 detest men i i can kind of understand that if you've been oppressed for a very long time then, yeah, but it's an unhealthy amount, I would say. I, I yeah. I, like, I don't know their stories, exactly. whatever. But I don't know what their stories are. I can understand, though, that uh, they would want, they would want uh, the pendulum to swing that far. Yes, but hate breeds hate. Absolutely. So, so I think that in a, in a healthy society... I think roles are a good thing, right? I, 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 I'm not saying we do away with gender roles. I'm saying that I think that there are, there's, there's some, there's health or there's, there's some positive things that come from defining a role. Okay. Um, why? Because people tend to want to understand where boundaries are. Why do boundaries have to be set? Uh, because then if you don't have boundaries, you don't ha- you have sort of anarchy at that point. I don't want to say you have anarchy. I say you have freedom. Mm. Like I, for one, do not want... Freedom is not the absence of, of laws or boundaries or rules. That is not freedom. Okay, I'm triggered by the fact that you just disagree with me, so <laughs> you're going to need to take that back. No, no, not taking it back. Okay, well, what I'm trying to say is let me try and explain this better. I understand why gender roles are a thing, but at the same time, I don't understand their, why they're a thing. Why do I have to be defined by my gender, like, in any way? Like, if I, let's say I never wanted kids. Can I wanted I challenge to... you on something real quick, Meg? I never said gender roles. I said roles are a good thing. Okay, then please clarify. I don't think that they should be based upon gender. I think a role of a breadwinner, a role of a caretaker, a role of an authoritarian, author, yeah, authoritarian, those are roles that does that should not be based upon gender. But I think those roles are important. We need to have people who care for us. We need to have people that work. We need to have people that enforce the laws. Uh, but I'm not saying that they need to be... Um, you know, particularly men need to be the authoritarians or the breadwinners and women need to be the caretakers. I just think that there need the roles are okay. It's when you start assigning or start ascribing them to particular genders that we start to get pear-shaped. That makes sense. I just, I guess, 
I don't know because I this and this happens in society. Whenever you have roles, people want to assign them. I well, feel they they assign them because they may not be a role that they are particularly interested in doing. True, right? that makes I mean, sense. It, you know, I, I the first time I saw a male nurse, I was like twenty three years old. I mean, I. And it kind of freaked me out. I, cause uh, up until that point, nurses had always been, had always been women. And, you know, I, I was like, what are you, what are you doing in here? Why are you wearing scrubs? Why are they calling you nurse? That's not who you, that's not what I was expecting. So it broke my expectations and, um, it kind of, you know, made me, it made me think. Why am I having this response? Why do I expect that a nurse can only be a woman and not a man? It's a very good question. Why? Because that's what I was brought up to believe, right? I was brought up to say that these are, these are the roles as defined by our society. And, you know, uh, with, without, you know, without really thinking about it, this is just how the world is. The more you talk, the more I start to wonder, were these roles decided by the game M.A.S.H.? What? M.A.S.H. Okay. As in the TV show M.A.S.H.? Yes. Okay. Roles decided... I'm not understanding what you're saying there. Why do you think that a TV show would, would define a role? Well, I will tell you. Right after this break. And we're back. So before the break, Megan, you had asked me about MASH. Could you clarify what that question was all about? Well, from what I've heard, MASH was a very popular TV show back when you were a child. So I'm going to say back in the 1800s. You're funny. I'm so funny. (laughs) But what I mean by that is from a very young age until like probably your early teens, your worldview is basically defined by your family and entertainment. True. Those are the sources that even now is what people are getting their uh, their programming from. To an extent, I believe, yeah. No, well, no, no not to an extent. Tell me that you, growing up that it wasn't different for you because your primary sources were your family and television and movies. True, but I believe your primary sources can change as you grow up. Absolutely they do. But up until like the age of 14, that those were my primary sources. True. Right. I didn't get out into the world until I was 18 years old and up until really that point my my uh, whole perspective of the world was formed in a, in a with a very in a very small bubble. So, yeah, that's that's how I got my my perceptions and my my roles defined for me. And did your roles change from when you were like 
your perception your perception on roles did right. that change as you like moved out of oh absolutely those groups? right so as I moved out of my home and in and actually moved to a different state I encountered a different uh, set of of norms a different set of people a different set of of upbringings of belief systems absolutely they changed and evolved and i think we're always constantly evolving as far as what the the norms are right so again today's roles are still the same roles you still have your caretakers and your breadwinners and your authoritarians and the list goes on and on what is different is that it's no longer gender gender based right Very true. women can be in in positions of power right Mm-hmm. Um, men can be in positions of, of caring. Yes. Um, and it's no longer strange. At least I don't think. It depends on where you are, because I definitely feel like in certain places, especially like where we live, since where we live has such a strong religious undertone to everything. Influence. Yeah. It's still like very a much a parasite slowly it's taking a, over everything. Still a very patriarchal society. Yeah, so in more progressive places, yeah, maybe it's not weird that the woman wants to go out and be the breadwinner and the dad stays home with the kids. But in some places, it's still kind of a... You stay home with the kids and your wife goes and works? Like, are you really okay with that? Like, there's still, like... You you still think there's a... A stigma attached to it. Definitely. Okay. Um, hmm. I believe it's changing, but I, I I feel like the stigma is still there. I, because I've talked to some of my friends who were part of the pri- the church that's primary to where we are. Right. And most women tell me the same thing. Most women tell me that in that church, they are groomed to be wives and caretakers. They... Like, it's a very patriarchal well, church. That goes back to the Bible, right? I mean, this, <laughs> you, you, sorry, you asked. I don't know of the Bible. I know of the Holy Bibli. The Holy Bibli. Uh, we're, we're still working on that title, by the way. Um, so we talked about this before. I mean, this, the gender roles are steeped in tradition and in biblical tradition. Tradition. Yes. And so. Here's the song for this episode. Um, you know, you, you don't have to look very far. And it's not just the Bible, right? I'm not just going back and saying the Bible is, is what did this. I think it it it, it is uh, all throughout literature, throughout throughout history, that the man was the the was the uh, the person who had the power, and the but you know you've heard the saying behind every great man is a woman, right? I've heard behind every great man is a great woman. Okay. That works too. I'm just saying, but behind every man, right? So it's it's a power, it's a position of, you know, they're in the back. You can't see the machete if you're behind them. <laughs> okay. Not behind uh, every dead man is a psychotic woman? I'd say liberating. Okay. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> I listened to a little too much. This podcast, podcast just took a dark, dark turn. Oh, I could go darker. Yeah, I don't do that. Um, but it, it, so it stems, I mean, we've got centuries, almost millennia of history to overcome 
on this. And I think it's been pretty amazing the last 30 years how far we've come. We still have a ways to go. Yeah. But I think that uh, as a society, especially a Western society, now granted there are societies, Middle Eastern, well, I'm just not going to call it the Middle Eastern society. There are societies, right, that still very much believe that the man is the center of all power and uh, the woman is there to support the man. And that's their role. And that was de- the, de- you know, that was defined by their gender. There was no choice in that. Sorry, I'm just steeping in anger over here. <laughs> you can be angry, but do something to do with that angry or that anger. Go change, go change the world. I'll go grab my machete. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, machetes aren't going to fix anything. No. Well. Bombs now. Bombs on the other hand. <laughs> Excuse you before you get... I'm talking glitter bombs, okay? I was just going to ask you, is it that time of the month for you, Megan? I will glitter bomb your face <laughs> with my fist. I was just wondering if that was going to... Uh, <laughs> what, what, what kind of response that was going to elicit. It actually is, though. Uh, well, that's good to know. So, uh, what do you think about gender roles? And what are your thoughts about how uh, men and women have redefine those roles over the years. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, you can join us on Facebook. Well, tell them where to go, Megan. Well, you go to Facebook, go to the search bar, and you type in Gen Gap Cast, and then you follow us. And then you make comments. And then you make comments. And engage in a conversation. And then you can also go to uh, iTunes and leave us a review and uh, five stars. Uh, help us climb those charts and get more listeners. Uh, or you can go to Google Play or Stitcher or TuneIn. Uh, basically, wherever you find your podcasts, we are there. Anything less than five stars and I will start singing Justin Bieber. Oh, you don't want that. That is that is a horrible fate uh, that is worse than, worse than death. So anyway, talk at us. Let us know what you're thinking. Uh, we're going to close this this episode down. Uh, I'm not going to make a, a bad dad joke about gender roles like you did at the very beginning with the whole, you know, favorite types of roles. I mean, bread. Bread. Not sure what to do with that. I'm Wade. I'm the dad. I'm Megan. I'm the daughter. We love you all. Thank you for listening. <laughs>